Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show, live from Walk-Ons, Sports Bistro in Conway on 106.7 Buzz 2. Bears looking at double pass here. Kylan James with time, has an opportunity downfield, caught. Gerard Barnes is off to the races. 20, 10, 5. The Bears are the best in America at the running back pass for touchdowns. Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acri will recap previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Returnable from the 17. Richmond across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. He's got one man to beat. He's down the sideline. He's into the end zone. For the second time this year. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk On Sports Bistro in Conway and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. And also brought to you in part by HD Roofing and Construction, Highland Dairy, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Moik's RV, and Fairfield Inn and Suites. They're going to bring some pressure, it looks like. They're going to hand it off the Bears, do off the right side. And there he goes. Hale of midfield, 40, 35, 30, slips a tackle, 25, 20, 10, 5, pylon, and yes, touchdown, Central Arkansas, Darius Hale. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. Or maybe not. <laughs> not tonight, at least, as we welcome in. Everybody listening on another station tonight. It is the station. It is a it is a complete night of replacements. Chris Kane here with you at Walk On Sports Bistro as we are here every Monday, typically with Coach Brown and Justin Acre. But today we join you here with me, Chris Kane, and we've got both coordinators joining us. Coach Brown out tonight with a uh, a family event. So we've got, of course, Greg Stewart, defensive coordinator, and Ken Collins, offensive coordinator. Ken, Stacks, good evening to you. Thank you so much good for evening. stepping in. Hey, look, this is what it's all about, right? You're a coaching staff, you're a family. Oh, That's yeah. right. And, and when family yes. events happen and functions happen, you got to step yeah. in when your coach can't be here. That's right. And we're going to eat some great Cajun food. That's exactly right. That's You know, that's why I knew I knew I could get Stacks here yeah. and you here as soon as we <laughs> oh, mentioned free food. starting on the fat, Hey, uh, <laughs> never be soft, am I right? Am I right, Stacks? Yeah, yes. yeah I got a patent on that, too, so make it shorts out. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a dress shirt. shirt. You think we could put them on dress shirts too? <laughs> Wear them underneath. I want one on a collar. Yeah, I think I, I think you can get that. I think you can. Thanks everybody for joining us. It is, an, and then we are also on our typical station that we broadcast the games on, which is the point ninety four point one tonight. It is basketball season, college basketball season. So all of our signal media stations tonight busy. We got coaches show here. We got basketball games on other stations. So we appreciate all those bear faithful joining us both here tonight at Walk On Sports Bistro and listening on the air. All right, let's, before we get to uh, tonight, where we've got two special guests, two players joining us, we've got two seniors. We've got Gerard Barnes, the Cabot native, joining us tonight, wide receiver, punt returner, All-American. Uh, we've also got Andrew Hayes joining us. They're both number one, by the way, which I don't know if you guys know this, but that is the bane of Justin Acre's existence, the double number. And these guys here tonight, if Justin was here tonight, he would let them have it on the double number. But... Fortunately, he is not. So let's get to what happened this past weekend first before we jump into you guys. The Bears win on the road in Florence, Alabama, 27-14 the final. They improved to 6-3 and three overall, 3-1 and one in UAC play. 
400 total yards of offense, and that's not an estimation. That's an exacto. 400, 152 on the ground, 248 through the air. Will McIlvain, 248 yards on 22 of 38 passing and a touchdown. Kylan James, 65 rushing yards. Darius Hale, 70 rushing yards. Each of those guys had a score. Gerard Barnes, one of our featured guests tonight, ties a career high in both receptions and yards over the weekend. Nine receptions and 113 yards. Ties a personal best. Just couldn't get him one more, could you, Ken? Couldn't get him one more out there to to break his personal best. I put that on you, not Gerard. I'm just telling you. Uh, On defense, stacks. here's how your boys stacked up. 275 allowed total. And look, I will tell you, in my personal record book, it's less. That quarterback this past weekend, uh, he accounted for 50. 49, 50, yeah, 50 of their 63 rush yards. Yeah, you wow. guys had him at a, at a zero at halftime. I think five, and then you went down to three later on, Stacks. I know. It just it, it completely messed you up. Probably didn't sleep for three <laughs> nights after that. 212 to the air. Jake Golday, leading tackle with 11 tackles and one and a half tackles for loss in one sack. David Walker, oh, sort of a pedestrian night for David. Six tackles, two tackles for loss in one sack. Come on. You can't get him any more than that? It's high. I agree. <laughs> hey, you know, you've got to find a way to motivate David. That's up to you, Stags. That's not on me. I got you. Uh, dominated the time of possession. This number I thought was interesting, especially considering how it's not a huge factor in terms of wins and losses, but it can be on a night like that where offense, you guys can, I know there were a couple moments where it felt like you're spinning your wheels, but you still dominated the time of possession. Listen, it's 35-02 to 24-58, keeping it yeah. out of their hands and taking away their opportunities. I know that was big for you guys. Yep, it's huge. You know, we hit... We hit a little, spur, a little spot there in the second quarter where we were backed up, and and uh, and the UNA did a good job of, of making us punt down there. But other than that, I felt like we executed okay. Uh, we we had we we had probably eleven explosive plays, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, but we could have had more. We were on the verge of having more. You know, the four hundred yards is great, but we like looking at it from the box, which I'm in the That's next room that, with that, you. That. It's like. Wow, you know we we that we left we left some out there, but I, I was pleased with the way we played, and uh, but we we can do better, and we've got to do better this week. You know, I typically stacks. This is how I know how many plays he's can left out hear, there. Can you hear him? <laughs> In the next room, did you hear that on the air? That's what it sounds like. And when I when I hear that, I go, oh. Ken saw an open guy. Oh, yeah. oh, he saw he saw a gap that wasn't run through right there. That's the, it, it reverberates through the rooms. It's almost like the tables in each room are somehow connected. It's just one big board across. That's how I can tell how many places left. I can't tell for you though. You know, stacks. I, I, I just I w- try to stay out of the way. You can probably hear him from the opposite sideline. I'll tell you what. Don't let him run it. I mean that. I, mean, I hear it. I hear it through the glass. It's oh, awesome. We we had we had, you know last week on the coach's show. This was fantastic. Um, we were talking with a couple of the guys, and, and, and Buck Cobbs was on. And Acre, you know, he knows you like this. Like, we know you as, you know, hey, how's it going? Very, you know, very yeah. mild-mannered, reserved, or in a, a very casual oh. setting. And he go, he suggested, he goes, hey, Coach Stewart, you know, kind of brings like a subtle energy. And Buck goes, there's nothing subtle about it. <laughs> he said, there is nothing subtle about that. Oh, yeah. He goes, you know, he brings the energy on yeah, the sideline. Getting old, so I have to reach down some days. Yeah, I try to. You try to. I yeah. try to. Okay. Do, okay. You know? Well, I'm I'm impressed. I see you over there running up and down those sidelines. No, I don't know about that. No, I, I, no. <laughs> I do. Uh, All right. So let, here are some other numbers that jumped out to me. Stacks one of twelve on third down. Your defense. Yeah. I mean that. And that's, they were better that week four versus Tarleton. We, we we weren't very good on third down, so we, we made it. 
be talked about a lot, you know, because that's big. Stop them on first down and get off the field on third downs. I think that's that's a huge part of the game. And uh, I thought the, the they did a good job of doing what the execution with, that we wanted to do on third down. So one out twelve, that's good. That's yeah, really good. There. And I believe at one point they were 0-2 on fourth down. They might have finished the game 0-2 on fourth down because they did go for it a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. One in desperation mode and one early. Yeah. You guys stopped them on two yeah, was, on, on the plus swat, side. So. Yeah. yeah, and that's at this day and time, it's almost like it used to be they go three downs and you get off the field, but this day and time, the offenses go for it on fourth down. So, you know, you got to kind of take that approach there. So, yeah. You know. I know that's something, Coach Collins, you guys have worked on. You're, you know, figuring out timing of fourth down. Is that something? How, how far in advance is that typically discussed? When you're deciding to go for it on fourth down on a certain drive, yeah. Well, Coach Brown will tell me, "Hey, you got you got two plays here." Okay. You know, after after a second down, and it, you know, upcoming third down, I say, "Hey, you got two plays right here." So it may be, all right. Well, let's let's go ahead and take a shot here. Or let's you know. It, sometimes sometimes it has an impact, and and sometimes it doesn't. You're just trying to run your that best plays. That first was huge, Joe. That first fourth down. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, talk about that play because. We noticed something this past week. Trustin Oliver and Jared Long getting into the game a lot more and, and getting some opportunities out there. What was it that you saw during the week that you felt like it was a good, you know, a good, a good opportunity for them to make their impact known to the game? And Jared, of course, had that huge 15-yard fourth-down yes. conversion, which they yep. led to the touchdown yep. after. Yeah, that was big. Well, mainly with Trustin, he hasn't been 100% healthy. Oh, okay. So it's kind of hard to, to get guys quality reps and practice and to feel good about. All right, you got it on a Saturday afternoon, but but he feels good now, and he's such a different body than anybody else. And, yeah. and we needed, we felt like, you know what, we need a, a a big guy out wide just to throw the ball up to, and to win a a one on one. And so that's the reason. And he's you know he's a good good blocker when he's not holding. He he got a <laughs> drill holding call in the, our last our last touchdown. Sure, but uh, but it wasn't lack of effort. I mean, uh, you know, our guys play hard and. And uh, you need guys to come up, shoot third. I mean, fourth and fourth and fourteen. You know, yeah. Nobody wants to do that, but it's like you know what we we had a decent look at what they were going to line up in, and we trust our guys. So the whole thing is, if you trust your people, it's just a it's a world of difference. You can sit up there and call plays and expect them to to execute the play, and not just hope they do it. Stacks, you've talked about that just in conversations before games this season. Your trust in your guys and yeah. how and how much that impacts your play calling and every time i ask you about some maybe you know trying to get technical you're like hey man i just got good players yeah, <laughs> yeah the coach is way overrated <laughs> yeah this, right this, yeah the coaches yeah. association is going to storm in here and say no we want a retraction <laughs> don't listen to him uh, the union's coming in to, yeah. to get you to retract that statement but you got guys i know that you have a guys. ton of faith yeah in. Like, i mean all these guys they play ogan david yeah t-bird Andrew, they played a bunch of snaps, and 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 me, I listen to them just when they come off to the side because they're they know ball, they know football. So uh, they, I mean, it's an asset to have that, uh, you know. And, and most guys, when that when stuff goes bad, they do a good job of putting it past them and moving on, and, and that's big. Uh, so I'm I'm proud of them for that. They're having those old guys, it makes a difference. Okay. Huge difference. And then one, one thing about. Saturday is that we had some young guys out there making some plays, like Steve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Casey, he got hurt. Uh, 
J.J. and Eli. Oh, yeah, yeah. Horton out there, yeah. Eric Bentley hadn't played much this year. He come in, he had a great game. So that was uh, very promising. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, talk with one of those guys you have a lot of faith in. Andrew Hayes, you're listening to the Nathan Brown Show. Without Nathan this week, got Coach Collins, Coach Stewart, and Chris Kane here at Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway. a question or comment for the head bear send justin a message on twitter at justin seven now back to the nathan brown show presented by walk-ons sports bistro in conway 955 south amity road on the buzz radio network gonna throw on first down pressure coming outside picked off it's intercepted at the 49 yard line and it's cam godfrey the bears active career leader in that department picks off another one Long throw, left hash, right sideline, and it's picked off. That is his seventh of his career. Well, playing a little gotcha on our next <laughs> guest, Andrew Hayes, who joins us now. Welcome back, everybody. Walk-ons Sports Bistro in Conway, and we are here for the Nathan Brown Show. Sands Nathan Brown this week as he's got a family event, but we have got it covered with Coach Stewart and Coach Columns here, along with two outstanding number one players. Number one on their jersey, number one at their position, I will tell you. Number one in your heart. Number one in your heart. Oh, <laughs> certainly in yours when he made it. Yeah, no doubt. We just pulled a fast one, though, on our next guest. Andrew Hayes, the Bryant native, OBU transfer. He had the other interception this past and we weekend. we did show it. And, well, well, just wait a second now. <laughs> we usually show things in chronological order. And, okay. Hey, Cam's was first. Uh, it yeah. happened early. Gotcha. You got yours later, though. And yours was outstanding, by the way. Unbelievable. Thank you. It was incredible, ripping it away from the uh, He's going to have two more this week. I, I certainly uh-huh. hope so. you yep. got, got a fun matchup this week no in doubt. terms of passing game coming to town. Yep. So, Andrew, first, let's start. Before we get to this game, your season stats so far, 28 tackles, a tackle for loss, your interception last week, but nine pass breakups. And I think it's a testament to, and Coach Stewart, you can elaborate on this, you can see teams aren't going number one's way uh-uh. like they tried early on this season. They're yeah. avoiding him. Exactly. They're scared of him. I would be, too. A good lockdown corner. Yeah, Hard to come by. Have you noticed that, too, Andrew, out there? Uh, you know, I, I guess I try not to pay attention too much about what's going on. I, I focus on more of, like, what's going on with the whole team and stuff. I'm not really worried about what they got going on over there as long as we got going Andrew's on. very humble. <laughs> It's like an outfielder that never, you know, they don't hit to him a whole lot. Yeah. And I think That's for right. good reason. Yeah, right. Because no they don't doubt. want, like what happened this past weekend, exactly. they're going to make a pay for it. Exactly. I mentioned you're an OBU transfer uh, coming in this, this season. Your you're last year playing college football. Why would you pick UCA? Uh, the biggest thing for me, um, I felt like I was a little, let's say, comfortable. I felt like I, I've been there four years. I knew what was going on. And my ultimate goal is to go to the NFL. So I kind of felt like I wanted to jump off the deep end in a type of a type of way and just be really uncomfortable and put myself in an uncomfortable situation. And so that's what I did. I came to UCA, I went up a level and, and just trying to work my hardest to get there still. I'd say you came to a pretty good one considering the, how many defensive backs are currently in the NFL right, right now sure. from the University of Central Arkansas. And I know you see their jerseys every day when you walk oh, in yeah. the facility. Yeah. Stacks, you coached all three, correct? Uh, is it Trey, was, was Rochelle, Rochelle? Was Rochelle there later? George, yeah. Robert was young whenever you yeah, were but last, Yeah, he right? played some snaps for Oh, him. I remember, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's super And talented. then with George is how good a coach I am. I didn't think George was good enough to play safety. 
So we put him an outside linebacker. So he's all right. He's doing just fine. Yeah, he's doing good. Yes, he is. Um, And Andrew's got a chance to be another one. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you. Whenever you see that and you know the type of potential that this program can can vault you into. And how how have you seen your game grow, though, to to reach that potential and get to that status just so far since you've been here in Conway? Oh, in so many ways. Um, Actually, it was kind of funny. Not too long ago, I was talking uh, to my wife about just how much I've actually grown and gotten better here in such a fast uh, amount of, or short amount of time. Um, so, I mean, I've grown in a lot of ways, and I've got to give it all up to my coaches and players around me. What about Coach Stewart here and your other coaches? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, Coach Scott, you know, I how, try to how stay out of the secondary you? folks' yeah. way. <laughs> how, how have they helped you? You know, Coach Scott, how, how have they helped you grow into that, and what are some of the things that you're going to take away from your, your experience, all those short could be awfully sweet here with the conference title on the line and, and what right. you guys are looking at here uh they just you know they push me every day um they work hard all the time and they preach working hard all the time each player to, uh, or each coach like has given me a little bit something different it would take a long time to talk about all that they've given me um but i would say the biggest thing is that there's not a single day that they don't come in ready to ready to lock in for the entirety of the day all and right. so that's what i've learned most Corey and coach scott they're they're great coaches. Oh, yeah. They do a great job. Oh, yeah. All right, so you dropped the wife reference, and I saw the ring. So I mean, I, how can you not coach? You see how they're married? You see how you have, you have two married four. individuals. No, you have four? Well, no, we have four on the on team. On defense? Wait, wait. No, no. Who's Logan's well, married. On the whole team. On the whole team. Yeah, yeah there's two on defense. Two on defense. I mean, how can you not coach them guys? I mean, they're they're. They're scheduled. Think better not do. Yeah. <laughs> what, tell me about. We asked Logan about this whenever he was on. Just you know, how how has being married helped you? And not, not just you know, obviously personally in, in your own life, but also right. helped you on the field. Um, I'm just those out there. Being married is probably probably the best thing that I've ever. No, it is the best thing I've ever done. I'm gonna go ahead. But it is the best thing I've That's ever done. Call. Yeah. That's and it's helped me grow on the field and, like I said, in, in just regular life because you you really have to grow up fast whenever you're in a marriage. Um, so just any type of struggles, any type of uh, the good, the bad, anything you get through fast whenever you know you know how to do it all the time. All right, let's talk about uh, your decision to come here. Obviously, you knew the potential you could you could reach by coming to the University of Central Arkansas. And, you know, the players that have gone before you that have reached that level that you hope to aspire to. But you also get to play with a former teammate, too, a couple of them. But on the defensive secondary side, you and T-Bird, I know you go back to your Bryant days, right. winning state championships. Yeah. What's that been like to reconnect with him and also see a similar level of success on the field and, and, and the same type of aspirations, national championship, yeah. conference championship on the horizon, right. possibly? Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. Um, the the memories go way back. You know, we want Bryant won our – first one with me and Bird on in the same secondary starting so it was definitely a huge plus with coming to UCA be comfortable with uh safeties you, you know usually run the defense and so be, get, uh, being able to play again with uh, such a great player and a great guy uh was a great tell me about facing guys like Gerard Christian Miles in practice how much that's also elevated your game and how you guys continue to challenge each other yeah that's one of the I mean other than coaching that's probably the other biggest thing that's made me uh, be better as a player um, in the spring and over the summer just going with Gerard and Miles and all those guys has uh, definitely elevated my game to a level that um, I didn't really foresee so I'm thankful for them they've really pushed me all the time 
Tell me about it. You said NFL aspirations. By the way, Monday Night Football happening right now. Chargers at Jets. Chargers <laughs> just return. took yeah. a lead with an 87-yard punt return for yeah. a touchdown. I know yeah. Gerard's eyeing that right now. Just yeah. like, that should be me. That should be me. <laughs> and we're going to talk to him about that. But let's talk with you. I mean, you have those aspirations to go to the league. Before we let you go, I mean, whenever you watch the league right now, what are you seeing in terms of how your game can translate to the next level? Uh, the biggest thing for me, other than, you know, being a DB is being a DB and, and everything goes with that. The biggest thing for me is that I've been getting into lately, uh, I would say like the past couple seasons, and for sure this season is special teams. That's been the hugest thing um, that I've kind of paid more attention to now more than ever. Just watching that gunner spot, which I've, I've been trying He's to awesome. do. You do awesome. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a huge thing for me this year that I've been trying to, you know, trying to excel. And so watching the game and really looking at the best ones has been a huge thing for me this year. Well, we appreciate you taking some time to join us today. Sure. Andrew Hayes, the Bryant native, taking his high school state championship. First one at Bryant, could he do the same thing and help lead Central Arkansas oh, to yeah. a national championship? Hey, Certainly man. need a conference title first. Don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Let's yeah. focus on the conference title. we got that race also to break down coming up. Coach Stewart, guess what? You're done. Get out Thank of here. You. Seniority. Yeah, I, I told you. It. You're here first. You're going to go first. <laughs> All right, Coach Collins, the drop bar as we come back. This is Nathan Brown Show, live from Walk On Sports Bistro. listening to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. They're going to play action. McElbain has Barnes all alone in the end zone. They fooled the Lions. Touchdown Central Arkansas, and that will be a 17-yard strike from Will McElbain to Gerard Barnes. And we welcome you back into Walk-On's Sports Bistro. This is the Nathan Brown Show. Chris Kane filling in for Justin Akery, who had Coach Stewart, and now Coach Collins filling in for Nathan Brown tonight. No fill-in for this guy, though. And Gerard Barnes almost appropriately yawning during that <laughs> highlight. And I'm pretty sure he was yawning in the end zone because everyone forgot about him. He slipped behind the defense. It was, an out, it was a really good fake by Will. He pumped. And the defensive back looked like he bit on it, and he bit like a Thanksgiving turkey was in front of him because <laughs> there was no chance anyone was catching Gerard as he scored that touchdown. So, first of all, welcome back, Coach Collins. Thanks for filling in the rest Thank of the show. Appreciate you. But, of course, welcome to the Cabot Native. This man, I, I remember watching him, and I sound like an old guy. I remember back when. <laughs> you are No, you're not. Winning guy. a state championship in high school and basketball, and now, he, I mean, and that's interesting. We have two state title winners here with us tonight. You just heard from Andrew Hayes, who won a championship in football, and Gerard Barnes, who won a championship in basketball for the Cabin Panthers. Gerard, first, welcome in. Thanks for being here. How you been? I've been good. I bet. Yeah, that touchdown, career high in both receptions and yards this past weekend, nine receptions. 113 yards and that score 
and I felt like he could have probably gotten a little bit more if Coach Collins maybe knew that. And he does sit next to us in terms of rooms next time I'll tell him. Yeah, thanks for but the heads I, up. I know, I should have. I, I know you don't, put care. Me, put me I know you don't public, care, but I care good. for these guys because <laughs> I want them to get these career bests, and it's fun for us too to be able to call that in the booth. But tell us that play, Gerard, that we just heard where you were, I mean, there was no one around you. What was the play, and, and how were you able to slip behind those defensive backs like well, that? Well, the play was a fake screen, and it was a good play call because we play we call a lot of screen plays and like a lot of like quick stuff. So like, it was just easy for me to fake the block because the DBs are really aggressive and they were playing miles really aggressive. So I really didn't even have to touch the DB, and I just ran right by him. And then they were playing the screen, so I was just wide open in the end zone. And Will did a good pump fake and just threw it to me while I was wide open. Have you been that wide? Do you remember a touchdown that you've been that wide open? Off the top of your head, because I'm struggling to remember. But I mean, you—I don't—I can't say that I can remember. Ken, I don't think so. No. And the ball just like—I'm sure it looks like it's in slow motion. Like they just yeah. give me the ball, it just hangs in it, the air because it's so wide open. Do you get? Do you ever get? I'm sure you don't get nervous at this point. But is it—is there more pressure to catch a ball like that than one in tight coverage? Because it's a. Oh, <laughs> I, how, I cannot me- possibly mess this yes, up. Yes, because if you drop it, everybody's going to see it. If you drop one in tight so. coverage, it's oh man, it's a tough. That's a tough yeah. play. Yeah, but that one, it's you have to make the play. You guys made the plays when it was necessary. You know, I think this past weekend, and Gerard, you can you know be a test of this. Ken mentioned you guys had a lot of chunk plays, but it did feel like there were times where the offense, you guys were trying to find something, and field position was super tough on y'all. They had, I think, three or four straight punts backing us up inside the either the 10 or the 15-yard line. When you're going through moments like that, and, and as a leader on this team, what are you telling the guys out there to try and get some type of momentum and build it back up again? I mean, honestly, I think we all just think the same thing. Like, it doesn't matter where we are on the field. I think we can score from anywhere. So, like, I feel like me and, like, the other guys on the team, like, we just don't really even pay attention to it. We just try to do our job so we can get the ball down the field and score. It's just it's, at this point it feels like you guys know the business. It's business as usual. Yeah, I feel like we have to go take care of it, right? Everything we need to score from anywhere. So, And the first time we got out of our, the shadows of our, our, our own end zone, we threw it to him. <laughs> and he made somebody miss and made – 13, 14 yards. So you, you made some catches. Probably should have done that the first time. Did you know? I, I'm sure you can notice on box two. I'm serious. You made some catches this past game that were, as far as difficulty level goes, yeah, I know. We're getting a lot of uh, reverb there. Let's see if I can move back, move up. There we go. Um, there were some catches you made this past game where it looked like, and I know Will probably would say, yeah, probably could have put it maybe a little out, more out in front, but you were making some incredible grabs. Whenever you see that, does this. At this point, is the game slowing down enough where you can make those and it's a little more routine, or is it still pretty high? Is it as tough as it looks, I guess, I'm asking, because you made some this past week where you're catching it behind, down, and anywhere up. I mean, honestly, I don't really think about the catch. I just go out there and play, honestly. But those are easy catches for yeah. It's not it even nice. like, if I, I don't know, ball, it's like I you just get it close to him. And he's, I mean, he's, 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 you know, people talk about catch radius, and yeah, right. a lot of that has to do with with just how flexible your core is and just how and how you can yeah you got to be able to track a ball but but it takes it takes a lot for to make those catches look so easy you know and for him if the ball's close he's gonna i mean he's gonna catch the thing he's gonna make it look easy and that's what that's what great players do i want to talk a little bit about um your punt returns to this year not last game we won't talk about that one but it does feel like being a preseason all-american in that regard it, you're not they're not giving you many opportunities how frustrating can that be when we've seen how electric you can be on a punt return and other teams are saying yeah no we're not going to give you that chance yeah it's very frustrating because that's one of my favorite things to do is punt return because i get the ball in space and i just like to make people miss but 
when I'm back there, you can see my body language. I just get so mad when they don't kick me the ball, but it is what it is, I guess. But it's I wish respect. they would. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that it is. That's, it means something, so. That's, um, that's huge respect. I, I mean, yeah. Coaches are smarter than we seem, you know. I'm not I don't know. Coach Stewart them. just said they're overrated. I don't know. You know, and I'm going to and I'm talking I'm going to talk about him. He's a genius and he won't <laughs> he won't admit it. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. That, that sounds good. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Hey, Gerard, tell me a little bit about um, playing against these guys in practice, playing against Andrew and TD and Trey and of course whenever the safeties are involved, we know how great Cam and T-Bird are, but how much does that feel like you've, you've elevated your game over the years playing against that high-level competition? Practice? I would say it helps me a lot because, you know, they all play different ways. Like, you have the aggressive ones. You have people like Andrew who's more patient and, like, more, like, tech, technical. And, like, you have people who are aggressive and try to put hands on. So, like, it's a good mixture, and it just helps us because we're going to face different things each week. And then it's just good competition. And if you have good competition, it's just going to make the team better. And I feel like this is probably the most depth that I've been around since I've been at UCA, and I just think it just makes everybody, like, as a team overall better. So you played with both Braylon and Will. Compare them. Similarities, differences, how, do, how does it work? They're just two completely different players, honestly. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> how, do you, how did you have to adjust your game based on that change? I mean... I really didn't. All I do is catch the ball. <laughs> See, he makes I, it sound simple too. Yeah, he makes but, it but sound that's so what, easy. that's what good players yeah. do. I mean, that, that's what good coaches do. But you know, he's gonna he's gonna do his thing, and he's still he's still the, the wide receiver. Just the how you play the position, it you know it can't change relative to who's throwing the ball. He still has to run those routes the same as he did when he was catching them from Braylon. I mean, you got to do it. You got to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there and then the it's the quarterback's job to deal it to you but he and he and they all by and large they all do a great job of that season stats so far 41 receptions tied for a team lead 493 yards which leads the team in three touchdowns aspirations to play at the next level i know this is your senior year we're going to miss you seeing out there number one what do you what are your plans right now what do you want to do well my plan right now is to win saturday first of all Go game by game, take one game at a time, because I feel like we still have a very special team, no matter the losses. And I will worry about the rest later. You know what? That I know you love hearing that answer, don't you? It's a seasoned veteran, you know. I mean, some young kid will be popping off about, oh yeah, I'm gonna try to, you know, the sixth or sixth, fifth round, and he's and Gerard, he's. And the thing is, when you've been kicked around enough and you're a veteran, it's like you just know that, hey, let's just win the next one. Hey, just win the next one. Win and end. That is the mentality to have. When we come back after this, we'll talk to Coach Collins about these playoff scenarios, conference title scenarios, and much more. Coming to you from Walk-On Sports, Bistro and Conway. Gerard, thank you again. Good luck the rest thank of the you. way. Thank you. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on the Buzz Radio Network, coming to you live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway, a great place to take the family or catch the game. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin. Bouncing it outside, there goes Hale, and he's into the end zone. 
14 yards in a hurry, just kept churning those legs. And Darius Hale with another touchdown. And for Darius, that is number 34 in his Central Arkansas career. All right, we welcome you back in to Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway. Chris Kane filling in for Justin Agri. Coach Ken Collins now filling in for Nathan Brown on the Nathan Brown Shows. We join you every Monday here at Walk-On Sports Bistro. Coach, hope you were able to enjoy a nice dinner. And what I love tonight, more than anything, is both you and Coach Stewart both came with your daughters. Tonight. Yes, my dinner. daughter Anna yes. came with me. She plays beach volleyball. And Holly came beach with Coach Bears, Stewart yes. over there. Yeah. Way to go, Holly. I know. Look, Coach's daughters are waving like, yep. yes, we both know how it is in this crazy yep. world of being in a coaching family. And, and, and I know that's something, too. Coach Brown's at a family event tonight, and I know that's you guys are a coaching family. We've talked about it before, and I know it's something that you can preach, but you can also act on, and you're acting on it. How important and how you make time, because I know you have to make time, considering the, the right. time-consuming the, jobs and that, that you have. Yeah, and that's a whole. The, you know, the season, the season is a beast. I mean, there are things that you have to do. There's time that you have to put in if you're going to be thorough and. And planning and getting your guys, to, and, and you can't cut corners. You have to do that, but but you have to be intentional about your family. And I, feel, I and, and Coach Brown and everybody, our whole staff feels very strongly about that. And um, you know, because at the end of the day, we're going to be held accountable as men for our families and, and and how that goes. And you know, whether we beat Eastern Kentucky, you know, my family is going to be a little bit more important than the outcome, which. The outcome of this game is pretty important. Oh, it is win and in. <laughs> That's win right. Win and in is a great position to be in, by the way. That's how it's setting up right now. So here are the UAC rankings. All right, so Austin P currently leads 7-2 and two overall. They're 4-0 in conference play. They host Utah Tech this weekend. 2-7 and seven Utah Tech, 1-3 and three in conference. Folks, there ain't no help. you got to help yourself. There's no cavalry coming. It's Bears. Have to win. They're not going to get much help here right. in terms of right. Utah Tech. Now, look, they could surprise me. Miracles happen. I mean, the U.S. Olympic team beat Russia one time, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not putting in that category. What I'm saying is it's possible but highly unlikely. Bears right behind Austin P though, in the rankings in the UAC at 6-3 and three overall, 3-1 three and one in conference play. EKU, who the Bears host this, week, this weekend, 4-5 and five overall. They just came off a loss. At Austin P in overtime, 33 to 30, but they're three and one in conference play. Tarleton, look, Tarleton right now, I feel like it's that meme, you know, they are not real. They are not real in, in the eyes of the NCAA playoff selection committee because right. they're in transition right now from Division Two to Division One, so they are not eligible for postseason play. But hey, they're seven and three this year. We saw how good that team was on the stripes. They're three and two in conference play, and unfortunately, Coach Collins, it looks like a team like all. Alabama, or North Alabama that we just saw, which seems to be struggling to get elevated into Division One play. Tarleton's not having as many problems. In fact, they're kind of mirroring what the Bears did back in the mid-2000s when we moved from Division Two to Division One, where there was success early on. Right, and if you look at what Tarleton is doing uh, with their facilities, and it's just it, they're, they're, they're in a good spot. I mean, geographically, they're in a good spot. Uh, just financially, and they, they, you know, you got to tip your hat to them. Yeah, I'd love to play them again. Of course, you know, I'm a little, I'm pretty agitated about that game. Yeah, two point loss at home, and right. It stings. And, 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 but, I know if I asked you, you know, one you could have back, that probably be right. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, but but you know what? We're we're in a good spot, and if you're as a coach, if you're looking for help this time of year, then 
you know, good luck. No one's, no one's willing to help anybody. But Looking so, so it's it. so you're we're in a good spot. Hey, let's let's just win. win, win this game, and then guess what? Let's win the next one. Win and in. Okay, so a couple notes. The selection show, by the way, for the NCAA playoffs is going to be November nineteenth on ESPNU at eleven thirty. The first round games are going to be November twenty fifth. Okay, second round will be December second. Quarters December eighth and ninth. And then the 15th and the 16th December would be the finals. I'm putting those in my calendar right now. I'm marking them down that I'm busy. Um, <laughs> offense right now, I want to go through just a couple of numbers. Number two in, to- in UAC, in total offense, scoring offense, average yards per play, total touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, you're number one in rush offense, pass efficiency, rush yards, pass completion percentage, pass yards per completion, fewest passing interceptions. When the offense is rolling, Coach, I mean, you guys are pretty hard to beat. Nationally. Yeah, and in- in- – and really, and when we're ginning, I mean, when, when we're in a groove, it's it's really fun. I mean, we could score, like Gerard said, it doesn't matter whether we're on the minus five, and it doesn't matter who we're playing. You know, we look up at Oklahoma State, we're on our minus five with three plays later. <laughs> yeah. You know, those guys, I feel like they're faking an injury because their hair's on fire. I mean, it's like but, – but the consistency – that's that's what you have to get to, and and you play the the, the more games you put uh, in your portfolio, the defense, you know they the defensive coaches are good. They do a good job against you, and and you have to stay, you have to you have to show them new things, and so you know we've done a we've done a good job. All those are good, but it's like. From the box, I'm I'm sitting almost next to you, and I can see it. I can see it what for what it could be, and we're so close to being so much more explosive. And uh, you know, we I don't feel like we've played a complete game, uh, you know, since Abilene Christian. Probably. I say Abilene would be one you could you could point yep. to and say that was that, that, was, that was we were super clean. It seemed yeah. like, and we, of course, it started with running the ball. We ran the ball like crazy. I think we run for uh, ran for 300 yards. Oh yeah, and, so. and and like you said. You know what it can be. Right. So you've already seen it. It's right. not like it's some phantom out there that you go, oh, if only. It's, oh, no, we know what it is because it's yeah. already happened. It's how do we recreate that. Right. But, again, like you said, what do defenses want to do? They want to take away everything that you like. Right. And, and so you have to like new things. Right. Yeah. And, and and when you have weapons like Gerard and our running backs and Christian and, and Miles, it, it, those everybody wants the ball, you know. And that's, that's you came, you're on offense to – to score points and, and, only get and one. that's right yeah. and so you know sometimes it's tough and sometimes those guys get a little frustrated because they, they're the good players and i would love to give them the ball every play but there's only one and so the key is to use your people use it within what what your schemes are and uh and go out and play clean and we hit i mean if we if we put together a good week of practice this week, I, I fully expect to go out and play our best game that we've played. And today we were rocking in practice, and so it was good. I mean, everybody's encouraged. Everybody everybody pretty much feels good, and uh, and everybody's going to walk in with confidence at the end of the week. So so let's go. All right, here's your Arkansas Beef Council beef report to bring you as we get set for Eastern Kentucky. They come to town right now, as I mentioned. They are 4-5, and 3-1 and one in conference play. It's a 4 p.m. kick at First Security Field at Estes Stadium. It's Senior Day and Military Appreciation Day. Last year, it was an away game, and it got away from the Bears. 42-14, to 14, the final. The most uh, biggest separation of, of the series so far out of the four games, and I know that's a bad taste that was left in y'all's mouth, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but UCA now 1-3 and three all-time versus Eastern Kentucky. Lost two games by three points, and they were heart 
heartbreakers when they happen. Won their game by 12 points, by the way. Parker McKinney this year, 2,400 yards, 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. That's a 61% completion percentage. Will's better than him in almost every category. Three touchdowns rushing. Joshua Carter, 649 yards and four touchdowns. Here are the guys you want to look for. Number 11, Logan Blake leads the team with 114 tackles. He leads the world in tackles. Ten and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, two interceptions. Just look for number 11 and get away from him this weekend. We've got to take a break. We're going to come back after this. We will finish up with Coach Ken Collins, but we are going to have a little fun while we talk about the game this weekend as well. We'll go through the traditional two-minute drill that he does with Coach Brown. Some questions about football but some non-football questions as well we'll see how you answer and that's again of course coming to you live from walk-on sports bistro in conway you're listening to the nathan brown show on the uca radio network Talking Bear football tonight on the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk On Sports Bistro in Conway, and broadcasting live from their location at 955 South Amity Road. Hand off Kylan James, 5, 10, go Kylan James, 40, 30, 20, you called it, touchdown, Central Arkansas, Kylan James off to the races, 65 yards, 21 zip coming up with an extra point. What you think about that, Coach? That was good. I liked the little gargling right there to the touchdown call. That was nice. <laughs> we, we laughed about that in the box because he got so excited. It was like a frog jumped out of his throat as he was finishing that touchdown. Finishing the bag of Cheetos up there or something. <laughs> All right. That was but almost deservingly because it did feel like at that point we were spinning the wheels a little bit. I know you guys were looking for a spark, and you told me before the game, I asked you off camera or off mic, said, hey, Kylan seems to be like a guy that is so, we know his versatility, but because of that, at any point, he could just, he could do something like that. Right. And, and look, going in at 14 to nothing feels great. Going into halftime at 21 to nothing, how big of a game changer was that for you guys? Oh, anytime it's three scores, there's something about three scores that just kind of, you can kind of, all right, then we're good. Let's just keep grooving. Two scores Anything can happen very, very quickly. And so, you know, he's an explosive player, and they were, you know, they were backing off a little bit. And uh, so, I mean, when in doubt, give him the ball, right? And it worked out. 65 yards. He has, he, you know, he's one of those players, we know his versatility, but when you look, you know, he has the size of Darius, and no one's as fast as Shundi, and, and Gerard's extremely fast too. Yep. So I'm not going to put him in that category, even though Kyle might be like, no, I am. But it's faster than you think or faster than I think maybe some teams realize in terms of real game speed because he was pulling away from defensive backs there at the end. Like not many people run him down when you when you look at it like that. And and uh, he is. He's he's fast enough. And, uh, you know, he needs – guy needs the ball. He, he mentioned to me today in practice, he said, you know, Coach, I didn't get to run that many routes in the game. I'm oh, like, you, oh, now I'm like you didn't? I'm like, huh. I'm like, well, I guess the play caller should probably call more routes for you, huh? He's like, yeah, I think so. Oh, these guys, you're right. These players, they, they want the ball all the time. It's like 
I remember a couple weeks ago, it was, you know, you weren't calling a lot of runs for him, but he was catching the ball a lot. Right. You were saying, no, nah, i got to get more runs for him. Had like nine and, catches. And now it's like, oh, now i got to get more runs right. for him. Now he's running the ball. <laughs> it's it, the balancing act that you have as offensive coordinator. You know, you have a ton of weapons to play with. or yep. a ton of gadgets and tools to be able to utilize. But at the same token, like you said, it's it, it's got to be difficult in finding balance and just finding who the hot hand is. It's going to change per game yeah. typically, Because right? there may be times where you look up and you're like, Gerard's only touched it one time, and so, but there's a there's a there's a balance of personnel of using your personnel and staying within your scheme and still getting those that because you can't do hey let's get him the ball let's get him because it may not be a great look and sometimes you end up forcing the ball to somebody when you know what the more natural play was just all right the ball needs to go here instead of there well. We need to get him the ball. And so so there are times where you can look up and go, all right, these are our best plays, but it's not the best time to call them right now. So, But it, it's a good problem. I'll take that problem any day. Will. I bet you instead of having one guy <laughs> that you have to feed or maybe two max. Yeah. Um, so as a former quarterback, how difficult is it to coach quarterbacks? And I know you've had some great ones. You get Braylon, you know, record setting. Will looks like he's – on a trajectory right now. I mean, I went over his numbers earlier. Uh, what he's done this season, his efficiency rating is through the roof. Um, he's passed for 20 touchdowns, only three interceptions. I think the three interceptions leads the league and fewest interceptions. Yeah, and, re- and really one legitimate interception. You know, yeah. in Southern Utah, you know, the guy made a good play. Yeah. But the other one was a tip ball at North Dakota State. And then uh, and then one was this kind of a semi-tip at SEMO right before half. So I'm super pleased at what he's doing and how he's functioning. And I got total trust in him because he is protecting the ball. And that's the number one deal. You can have all these playmakers, but if he, if Will doesn't protect the ball and then they don't protect the ball when they have it, it's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, so I'm, I mean, the three interception gig, that's, that's really good. I mean, that makes you, it makes me feel comfortable with, with, you know, throwing the ball. And it's not all throwing it down the field. He's, he's taking his dump offs to his running backs, which is, that's like gold. That's all. You get a Especially quarterback that can backs. do that. Oh, yeah, my I mean, gosh, I mean yes. you've, got, you've got guys that after the catch, I know. Uh, you know, are, are electric from anywhere on the field. So right. you, you can do that. All right, I want to play some with you before uh, we're about three and a half, four minutes until we uh, end things here. This is the two minute drill. This oh, gosh. Is, Justin will do this with Coach Brown where he just asks some, you know, fun questions. So I'll go ahead and start it with you right now. You ready? <laughs> okay. All right, so here we go. All right, so it's Military Appreciation Day this weekend and Senior Day. If you could pick one of the military academies to schedule and play at their field, who Ouch. would it be and why? Uh, Air Force. I don't – I don't. I've played against Air Force. I've been there, and it's it's a pretty cool place. Okay. I love the mountains. Love the mountains. All right. Well, we had a good time out there in southern Utah when we were out in the mountains yes. there, so that was pretty cool. All right, so November is, of course, the month of Thanksgiving. Don't forget about it like some people are doing right now. Don't maybe get on my soapbox on mm. people putting Christmas decorations up. <laughs> Do you have a favorite holiday? It's got to be Christmas. Okay. Got to be totally Christmas. Totally understandable. It's, it's chilly. It's, you know, it's, you get to give the family. There's a lot of food. So, yeah. Christmas is going to be it. Christmas. All right, you can sit down right here at Walk-On Sports Bistro with any football player or coach and have a meal, dead or alive. Who are you picking, and why? Ouch! A football player or coach, anyone you want, and you get. To, I'm an probably hour. I'm probably going to go Joe Montana. Okay. That was my guy growing up, which is twisted because I'm a Dallas Cowboy guy. How could? And for you? I know it's so bad. 
It's it's twisted. What a conundrum. I know it. I mean, he but must it's have just, been conflicted. But, but I loved watching him play outside of watching him beat Dallas. Okay. That was the only exception. Yes. Right. All right. Uh, final question. Would you rather catch a world record trout, but only you know about it, no documentation, it's just in your own personal knowledge you caught the world record, or for the rest of your life, guaranteed you will never have a skunk, or for those who don't know what that is, a zero day going fishing. What would you rather have? World record. No pictures, anything? Nothing. I'd still go world record. It's a fish tail, but you, it's real. It's, it, it, it happens. You know what? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping good at night. <laughs> you're, you're still telling And I want that. And you're still I really telling. want that. You have to go trout fishing, though, to do that. And I need to go. We need to go. I know. We're going to go. We're going to go after we win the national championship. Hey, first, as Gerard said, we got to win on Saturday. Let's do 4 it. p.m. Stripes. Be there. Eastern Kentucky coming to town. And I'll just tell you. It is not a fun rivalry. This is not a friendly matchup. These two teams do not like each other, and that's okay. It is a new rivalry. Not like North Al where it's renewing an old one. It's a new one with uh, a lot of bad blood, as Taylor Swift would say. All right, so 4 p.m., be there. Got to win and end. Coach Collins, thank you again for coming. Always appreciate your time. And My appreciate pleasure. your friendship. You're buddy. a great one. Yes. You are the man. All right, Gerard Barnes, thank you for being here. Thanks to Coach Stewart. And Andrew Hayes, once again, we'll see you on the Stripes this Saturday, winning in in the conference championship the next two games, and we've got it right here in Conway. Nathan Brown Show, thanks to Walk On Sports Bistro. Have a great evening, everybody. We'll see you on Saturday. Nathan Brown Show has been presented live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and brought to you in part by Moik's RV, Fairfield Inn and Suites, HD Roofing and Construction, Highland Dairy, and La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway.